What is the biggest problem affecting your PDR business? What is the one thing holding you back from taking the next step? What do you need to change to get the business growth you want? All these questions have the same answer. It's your mindset. My name is Corey Kleinfeld, and this is the PDR Coach Podcast, where I coach you on mindset around yourself and your PDR business. Now let's get started. Okay, welcome back to the PDR Coach Podcast. Today on the podcast, we have David from the Northern Territory in Australia. Um, I did an episode with uh, someone out of England the other uh, few weeks ago, last month, and I like to go around the world and talk to other technicians in other parts of the world. Um, a lot of the podcasts are US focused and talk to other US technicians, and I think that's great, and I do a lot of that too but I'm just curious and I like to see uh, what the PDR business looks like in other parts of the world. So today we have David on from the Northern part of Australia. We're going to talk about how he got into PDR. Um, he does a little bit of retail, some hail storms um, that really got kind of blown up from COVID and everything. We'll talk about that and uh, just talk about the differences between um, what it looks like in the U S versus uh, other, other areas. So welcome to the show, David. Hey guys, how are you? Anyways, man, I appreciate you coming on. Super fun. Um, it's one fifteen in the afternoon for me and 6.45 a.m. for David in, uh, on the next day. Um, so that's pretty cool. And we're having a little bit of lag on the, uh, on the internet, but I can't blame it because it is kind of traveling across the entire world here. So we're going to deal with it and make it happen. But David, how did you find this weird little PDR niche that we're all in? Well, I've been in the panel industry for 14 years. Um, when I first started my apprenticeship, I heard about it. Didn't think too much about it. Um, well, let's have a look at bloody 12 years later on. Um, I decided that I wanted to look after my health because my daughter was born. And um, I just thought about, all right, let's have a look at PDR again. Uh, <laughs> decided to... Uh, Buy an eBay kit to see <laughs> what the go is, <laughs> and I thought I was absolutely hopeless at the time because um, I was struggling to get a dent out with a stupid little line bulb with no light and uh, these tools that are absolutely terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, long story short, I got a dent out and said, "Look, I'm going to do a course." Went over east, did a course in Brisbane, and um, decided to open up my little business as well. And uh, travelled to New Zealand, did a bit of hail. Um, it was pretty good. So you, so you said that you wanted to protect your health. Had a kid, started to realize like, okay, like life's bigger than me. I gotta, I gotta make sure. And so you were, you were obviously painting cars and you wanted to get out of that painting scene because the fumes and all that stuff. Is that what the, the health part? Yeah. So I, I, um, I'm also, as we call a panel beta here, a body guy. So we are using the body filler or the body fillers and the vehicles are actually cause the suspicious, suspicious to cause cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, also may cause organ failure, uh, for exposed, uh, long exposure and, um, also fertility wise, it also destroys your Jeez. as well. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to put that in my marketing, and, my PDR marketing. 
Yeah, that's it. Um, even uh, even says on the safety data sheet that it is suspicious to cause deformities in uh, in babies. Jeez, wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's real health concerns. I didn't know that. I've never been a I've never been a body guy, but I would like to be the first one to suggest that in America we start using um, calling body guys panel beaters. I think it's great. Um, I think that it uh, really defines the, <laughs> no, I think that's funny though. Yeah. The, the, in Australia, the body guys, they're, they're panel beaters. What are, I mean, dent guys, there's, is there any uh, other lingo for dent guy out there? Uh, no, it's just the pediatric. It's pediatric. Um, Easy. Yeah. Awesome. There's no really guys. Going so <laughs> you bought an eBay kit, you tried to fix dents. It was difficult. Obviously, that's yeah. how PDR starts. And you found training out in Brisbane, um, the east coast of Australia. Uh, how long ago was that? And then right after you left that training, what did you do? Okay, so I started training uh, a little over a year ago. Um, I, was, I started practicing two years ago and did the training over a year ago. Yeah. Uh, after I did the training... Um, I already set up my business structure um, just to get my ball rolling just in case it was successful. Um, after that, I done a few freebies around town, mm-hmm. um, worked on mates' cars, so forth. Um, thought I was pretty good at the time. Um, <laughs> then I was, I think I was doing it for about, say about six months, just pushing dents on the street, um, started making a little bit of money. And then I was interested in hail to see how, what, what the go with hail is, how do you get into hail? So, uh, put a message up on, um, a, a PDR group in Australia on Facebook and my trainer contacted me, uh, saying, uh, if you want to give it a shot in hail, I've got a team up in that I need in New Zealand. Do you want to head up there? So um, <laughs> said to my wife, uh, do you mind if I go? And she goes, well, I guess, I guess it's your opportunity. Let's do it. So she su- supported me a hundred percent of the way. Uh, dropped another five grand on just tickets and accommodation sure. and um, flew over there. Uh, pretty much blindsided. Didn't know what was going to go, what echo is. Got all my tools, had to buy a whole bunch of new tools as well. And um, I was in a shed full of uh, Brazilians and there was a, a British bloke there as well. And it was it was pretty awesome to be able to see much the world in a shed. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so I, I did not and, know that you were uh, only, I didn't know you were only two years, one to two years into PDR. Cause I follow you on Instagram and I've seen some of the work and I think, I mean, you do pretty good work. I mean, um, do you think that your body shop background made it easier to learn PDR or, or how do you think you were able to, um, was the training like fantastic over there in Brisbane? How do you think you got, got to your level so quickly? Oh, I, I think it was a mixture of both. Um, the, as a background of panel beating, especially 14 years into panel beating, you, you see how metal moves and you actually understand, especially if you're pushing on 
if you're working on stretch panels and you have to heat shrink and stuff like that, it's very similar to what we'll do with like a, a standard dent. We'll have to push in the center of it, trying to get the center up around it, tap around it, where where you'll put the heat in the center, you'll you'll move it to the outside. It's pretty much similar what we do with pushing on a dent. Um, a few other things um, that just kind of help me understand how the steel moves in different parts of the car is going to be totally different to have a different approach, good mindset to it. And um, the training was fantastic. Um, the guy that did the training, he owns a hail company. He, he owns multiple companies and he, he's very busy. So it's pretty hard to get into that training. Um, but yeah, he's, he's a fantastic uh tech and um yeah it, it good structure that he put down to for the training gotcha that's awesome so how big of in in your area or town that you live in just so i can give a get a reference for for everybody most people that listen to this are in america the, the large majority um how big of a town do you live in like if you were to you know drive let's say you know 30 40 minutes around in a circle how many people live in that area well, that's pretty much the whole of Darwin. <laughs> okay. How, how yeah. much, how, what's the population of Darwin then? So it's 120,000 people. Okay. In Darwin. Um, there's only two techs here. And you're and, one of them? Uh, I'm one of them. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's... It, it keeps it, it keeps us busy. It's just enough for two techs, I reckon, um, because Darwin is a very outback country town um, where everyone's got four wheel drives and they don't really care about dents on their cars. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> so how how long has I mean, do you know the history of PDR in Australia at all? Like that other technician, how how long has he been there, or? Or even a bigger question is, do you know, what's the oldest technician I'll show you that you know? Like how many years have they been doing it? Um, I do know of technicians in WA that have been doing it for a good, I think they're about 16 years or so. Um, I do know of there is other technicians that are in like Sydney and stuff that have been doing it for a hell of a lot longer. Unsure about how long. But um, there's a few guys in around Australia that have been doing it for quite a long time. Um, but I don't think it would have been so popular uh, as it would have been in the US. Uh, we're a bit delayed in some of the areas mm -hmm. to get get some stuff. In Darwin, the guy that's been up in Darwin, he's been here for six years, but there was techs before him um, that were really old guys. Um, they've just retired. So, um, he, he took over from them. Interesting. So, um, up in that Darwin area, you said there's about two, there's about two techs. One's been there for a while. Um, how, just out of curiosity, cause I love asking these questions. Um, this is just me kind of exploring my own, my own mindset and my own thoughts about this. Uh, what's pricing like out there? I looked up earlier and you guys use an Australian dollar and the Australian yep. dollar is about, um, 75 cents on the dollar of an American dollar, if you were to relate it. So in Australian dollars, 
what's the price, what's the price point out there that you guys are charging to start, you know, with a, with a small one or two inch vent? Uh, just small dents where we're starting our pricing at about 140, $150, um, for price starting. Um, but it, it, it's hard to get, uh, $300 out of a customer. Um, I, I, a lot of the guys that you say, okay, you you look at a dent, they send you a picture. You go, you're looking around $300, $400 for that dent. And they go, oh, I'll just leave it. I'll live with it. it it's very hard. I've done it. I've, depends on the damage. If you've got dents all around the car, you can push it up. You can push the dent damage to $800 or something like that. But uh, if it's a single impact damage, there's no chance you get over 500 because they'll go straight to their insurance. Gotcha. And are you able to, so there's a difference obviously with, with dent repair versus painting. And you, you understand that as much as anybody because you've done both, but is there an opportunity to, to talk to them about the value? Like, are there customers that if you say, Hey, the value of PDR is that you can retain the factory condition of your vehicle. Is that, is that something that people are, are worried about as much there or what's the, what's the feel on that? Have you had that conversation? Yeah, I've spoken to the guys before, but they all think it's a, it's like a gimmick. Like you see all these like wish and eBay special mm-hmm. videos, <laughs> something straight out of China where they hot glued a whole bunch of sticks on the bumper. Bar. Yeah and pull it off (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so people think it's not it's not real people think it's fake and they think that we're like kind of like the touch-up guy that comes around with the spray gun and and puts overspray everywhere Mm um where it's not the case where we're actually technically doing a better finish than a panel shop would be Mm -hmm. for sure and yeah they don't they don't see the benefits of that and i have to show them videos and I, I go, look, I'll show you something and I'll, I'll, I'll start the dent for you. If you're not liking me, stop it or whatever. Um, and Oh, that's interesting. Still- so you'll, you've actually told people you'll go there and show them how you're going to fix the dent. You're going to get behind it and push on it. You're not going to like drill holes in the car or a bunch of glue, you know, yeah. glue five sticks to it. We've all seen those like TikTok videos. <laughs> yeah. um, they go viral because it just, you know, people like easy, the easy way out of things. But so you've actually done that. You've gone there and said, Hey, I'll spend five minutes for free. And then after that, I charge you 250, 250 bucks. Yeah, that's it. Like I'll, I'll go there and actually demonstrate to them on what I can do. If I show that one customer that I can pull out a tiniest little dent in front of their eyes within 30 seconds, they're going to be amazed and they're going to tell 10 of their friends mm-hmm. and their friends are going to go, yeah, you're lying. You're lying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, nah, this guy's legit. So my whole strategy is to get PDR out more. Um, I even uh, went to TV stations to see if I can get ads out, but they're way too expensive. Um, (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Yeah. So the whole point of it is people don't see it. uh, People don't believe it until they see it. And it. Do you, do you have, they think, yeah. In, in the U.S., um, we affectionately call these people dent gypsies. Maybe that's not the right thing to say, but, uh, 
do you have people who are in, you know, big box stores or in parking lots that approach people and say they can fix their dent and beat their, beat the dent out and put some wax on it and they go, do you have those, those people? Uh, not in the Northern Territory, um, but we do in Sydney, uh, New South Wales, and uh, like Melbourne, Victoria, stuff like that, where it's a hugely populated area. And these scammers can pretty much approach any old person mm -hmm. or unsuspected person and, yeah, just put their cars. <laughs> yeah, and that's, it's, it's yeah. fascinating um, to me that it's like, it's the same across the world really that there's those people that will come up you know there's the real dent guys and the scammer dent guys and they're they're the same throughout the entire world it's crazy so you mentioned um at about 500 bucks people are out on pdr because they'll go through insurance is it like yeah. do you call it a deductible or what do you what is it called out there when you know you're going to pay this much money a deductible in your insurance or something to get the claim done is that what's it called? And then is it, is it about 500 uh, Australian dollars is where most deductibles are? Yeah. So we call it excess. Oh, excess. Um, yeah. So most of the excesses are at about $500. It depends on the person. If, you, if they're just learning how to drive, it's pretty much like a thousand bucks or even up to two grand. It just, it really depends on how much they've used their insurance. Um, We've, I've even approached someone that had a Jaguar that had no ins no excess at all. They had a high premium. So um, yeah. I, I said to her, look, I can get your car done, but <laughs> the vehicle was already in a panel shop because I, was, uh, I still work in a panel shop. Um, <laughs> the vehicle was in the panel shop. It had her telephone number on the side of the vehicle. So I called her up. And I said, look, your Jaguar is in the panel shop. There's no paint damage at all. I can get in there and I'll have the dent out within two hours. Easy. And she goes, oh, okay, well, if, if we can use, use you as three insurance, um, I'll go through you any day because I'd rather get my car back in two hours than two weeks. Uh, so I started calling insurance companies to get the, process from happening because they still didn't have the parts for the vehicle and uh, the insurance companies just pretty much told me to go away because they don't use us really like the insurance company just won't do pdr at all yeah the only time they actually do pdr is on hail damage vehicles um, and then they own, they have their own team. Yeah. They have their own teams that go into each state and you just get a choice. You can't go through your own, really your own business. You have to go into the teams. So, so you call the insurance company and you say, I'm going to get the car done faster. It's going to be less expensive than if we replace or repaint it and, and everything. And they, and they know that PDR can be done on hail damage, but they just told you flat out, you can't like, we don't do that. Yeah, they pretty much said no. Um, you can't, uh, you can't get this den out. It's impossible to get this den out, and uh, we won't be using you. And I'm just like, you're serious? I'm telling you, I can get this den out. <laughs> wow. Okay. So there's a big opportunity there, right? If you can train a couple of insurance adjusters um, or insurance 
you know, plans that you can, um, that you can repair these dents, that's a big opportunity for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I, I've spoken to one of the head assessors here and I've showed him some pictures of the major smash that I've done. And he straight away said, yeah, no, that's, that's BS pretty much. Um, <laughs> you got that, you went through a panel shot for that. I know that for sure. And I said, no, nah, paint, no. Nah. And that's straight up PDR. I, I had the old mate chuck a wheel in the side of his quarter panel for training and pulled this den out within five hours. And he's like, no, nah, that's being painted before. I'm like, no, nah, dude, it hasn't. <laughs> you know what you need to do is you need to um, create a time-lapse video on your phone. Yeah. And, you know, set it up on a tripod. It's a two- or three-hour dent. Time-lapse it down into, I don't know what that condenses into, minutes, not hours. Yeah. <laughs> and show them that, right? Never leave the frame. But they'll still, they'll just still say like, oh, it's video editing and, and, and you went to a panel shop. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I think I was thinking about buddy going and getting the car at the university and putting on some beers and some, some bloody sausages and <laughs> get all the assessors over and just do a dent in front of their eyes. <laughs> do it, man. That would be huge. Like that would be worth a day right there and some sausage and beers. You can't, I mean, come on. That's a, that's that's a, sounds like a good day. Um, well, that's crazy. So you, you mentioned, and, and I had forgotten this, but you said you're still working in a panel shop. So you're a PDR tech and a panel beater still. Sometimes you beat them. Sometimes yeah. you finesse them out. But yeah, um, how, how, so how's that working? You're working, I think it was two days, <laughs> a, week, two days a week as a PDR tech, right? And then, and then three days at the panel shop? Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so since COVID hit, uh, the panel shop dropped everyone a day. Um, so I chose the Fridays to do my, my business, which was fantastic because I was able to boost my business more, get my, get my name out more to a point where Fridays weren't enough. Uh, so I needed more days. So I approached the boss, uh, COVID was still affecting panel shops at the time. So the boss was happy to let me go another day. So I said, look, I'll do it Wednesdays. Um, so at the panel shop, repair cars Monday, Tuesday, put them together Thursday. I do all PDRs Wednesdays and Fridays, uh, which is, yeah, beneficial. And at this stage where I'm on the tipping point of actually leaving the panel shop because I'm getting enough work from the public doing PDR, uh, the wife doesn't want me to leave the panel shop because of job security there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, that's the, that's the scary part, right? I mean, that's the, those are the big moments in life is uh, the security, but also the limit on what you can make versus if you go out on your own, obviously the, the uh, ceiling is a lot higher you owning your own business than it is at the panel shop. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. And as I got to have to follow my wife's wishes because she supported me through this time and I need to give her a bit of security as well. So at this stage, um, I'll have to stay in the panel shop. I'm aiming for next year, mid next year to possibly get out of there. Um, what's, what, what's the criteria? What do you need to see or what does she need to see or what needs to be done in your PDR business to make it to, for you to be confident that you could make the leap and make more money long-term any idea I, ne I need to be constantly booking two weeks in advance 
Um, I'm doing that now, book in two weeks, mm -hmm. uh, but it's fluctuating between a week and a half to two weeks. Um, I need a set income at least two grand a week mm -hmm. uh, just to cover the expenses and our little wages. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which uh, it has been happening since I purchased a, a, a quoting app, assessment app, which is fantastic because now I realized I was under quoting a lot of my work. Which quoting app is that? It's called Dentmate. Oh yeah, uh, Dentmate, it's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Australian based. It's just yeah. come out recently. Nice. Fantastic app. Yeah. yeah. I figured I figured I know the I know uh is it is it Michael Glidewell that is involved with that? Or is that uh, his who's the Dentmate guys, do you know? Uh, what was his name? Um uh, let's find out. Is it? Oh, that's right. We'll look it up. I'll put it in. The yeah, show notes I can't remember. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, and I can't I, remember. <laughs> I, I know the names, but I can't think of them, and I feel bad about it now. But um, <laughs> so okay, so we talked retail market. We talked a little bit body shop. Interesting stuff. We got the insurance companies. Obviously, there's a lot of. I mean, there, there's a lot of education that needs to be done in the U.S. to insurance companies. But I mean, most in, most adjusters that I know let us fix. If we say we could fix it, they let us fix it. Um, so that's obviously work that needs to be done in your, in your market, but what's the wholesale or the uh, dealership market look like? Do you have large dealers there? Um, I know you have named dealers, you know, Ford Nissans, things like that. Um, and small, small wholesale lots. Like what's the, what's the, uh, what's the dealership situation look like out there? So, well, Northern Territory, we have all the major dealers. Mm -hmm. um, we've even started to get Dodge and Ram in too, oh. uh, which is kind of new for Australia. And me personally, um, I've only done pre-delivery vehicles at a dealership, a major dealership up here uh, a few times where the mechanics have done a bit of a boo-boo <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but the other guy in town and he pushes uh, for most of the dealers or pretty mm. much all of them <laughs> and he's he's on a good wicket uh, he does a good job and um, so I try not to step on his feet we've kind of had an agreement that I'll kind of steer clear of most of the dealers because uh, that's his that's his wicket he makes his money from there and he's got to feed his family from there. So I respect that. Um, but the smaller dealerships you've got, obviously you got your super small where they, they'll buy a car and they'll just flog it away. They'll sell it straight up uh, yeah. with all the dents on it. And, yep. they, and they don't want to spend any money on it. They'll put mm -hmm. an extra grand on top and they'll drop the customer a grand. So <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and then you got your mid sized ones. Uh, which they don't really use us as much. Um, they they try buy the best quality cars they can find and just sell them as is as well. Um, maybe do a dent here and there. It depends on how bad. What do you call um, those? What do you call those like midsize wholesale lots? Just out of curiosity. Uh, they're a, they're at a bit of a uh, like a better quality. There's no. 
not really a name for them. Uh, you see by the lot, you can see the quality of vehicles yeah. that are in the lot and how the lot is. Usually, they they've got a nice building instead of a portable, like a transportable yeah. building. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so very similar. Yeah. Um, what's uh, so you know the guy at least somewhat the other technician who does the wholesale lots. Do you have any idea on what he charges? Is it per panel per car? out there what's the uh what's the deal on that uh that depends on the dealership um sure. i've gotten together before i even started i got together with him to let him know that i was starting out and try to do the right thing by him um and he does the right thing by me too so we spoke in pricing together try to have an equal in town so we don't drop each other down and um i know that some dealerships he he prices it per dent on the size of the dent and all that because he's not getting a good amount of work through them but then there's the major dealers who do pricing per panel um where he's looking at uh i think you said about no he said yeah about 90 or 80 dollars a panel or something that's pretty good yeah so he gets a, a decent amount of money from it and yeah. uh I've done work at a dealership on customers' cars, not on the dealership cars, and he's been on the lot at the same time. And they line up a good 10 or so cars and he just smashes them out within a few hours. Yeah. And yeah, so 90, 90 bucks. Um, well, let's see, I can do the math. $80 for a panel is $60 per panel in us dollars. So that's pretty good. I mean, if it is, it, I mean, especially if you're gonna do three, four five panels on a car, that's pretty good for wholesale rates. I would say I like that. Yeah, definitely. And how big is like a big lot, like a big dealer lot out there in a population of 120,000 people. Like how many cars are they going to sell a month? Do you have any idea on that? Uh, I'm sure, but I do know, uh, working in the panel shop where the Lexus specialized repairer, uh -huh. um, also with Toyota and there's a lot of brand new cars coming through there sure. every, every month yeah. uh, just for little scratches from transport, stuff like that. So it's, uh, I'm unsure. I just know they push cars. They, they sell a lot of cars mm -hmm. to um, like communities, um, government, government vehicles, stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, even to the general public. So they, they do sell quite a bit of vehicles. Interesting. So you, you listen, you've been paying attention obviously to the American PDR podcasts and Facebook groups and things like that. Are there any other differences in your market than, than the American market? Or is it, I mean, it sounds for the most part, pretty dang similar. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much the yeah. same, same. Um, yeah, I guess the Americans uh, in the U S they've got more of a, more of a population. Sure. Yeah. Um, so there obviously will be a, a lot more technicians mm. um, where here in Australia, where everyone thinks about PDR, they straight away think they only do hail damage vehicles. Mm -hmm. uh, it's probably the same over there. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people. Yeah. Especially throughout the, I'm sure the Midwest where it gets a lot of hail, <clears throat> there's a lot yeah. of that. But that's a huge opportunity for you. I mean, that's the way I see it, right? If you can, if you can find the code, the way to crack the code to teach people that what you do is not a gimmick, then you'll be in a good position. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. Um, 
So what do you think a uh, future of PDR is out there in Australia for, and for you, is there uh, retail shops? Are you planning on doing more hail out in New Zealand? What do you, what are you thinking for the future? Um, future was, uh, I'm thinking about pushing my business more working at the back of my ute. Um, just to stick with the family a bit more, but if there is a nice hailstorm that comes on the East coast, mm. that's, I'll be heading over there straight away, but I'll bring my family with me. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. So what if you build, if you build the retail customers where you are and, and you leave for hail, what do you, what's your plans on that? Or you just say, Hey, I'm going to hail. I'll be back when I'm back. Yeah, pretty much. That's what yeah. I had to do when I went to New Zealand last time. I, I posted up on my Facebook page saying oh, off to New Zealand, uh, I'm going to be gone for over a month. I don't know how long I'm going to be gone for pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I'll try boost work back up again i had a lot of return customers anyway uh, which was good um so it didn't really affect the business uh, so much but i'd uh, looking at it now with the amount of customers i have now i, I reckon it will affect mm-hmm. uh, the business mm-hmm. um so it, it's going to be a bit harder this time around if a, a nice time comes along and i do it but the the wicket that you get from a hailstorm it's kind of worth it it mm-hmm. could be earning 10 grand a 10 grand a week yep for um, sure easy. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah there is a lot of money in that and i mean <clears throat> and there is money in insurance work overall if you can get the insurance people to understand that you can actually fix dents on side panels too <laughs> that are yeah, bigger than two it. inches <laughs> that would be that'd be a big win for sure yeah definitely if i could uh, get the insurance companies buddy to believe that what I can mm-hmm. do, I can start charging more than a thousand dollars for a panel. Easy. Yeah. yeah. And, um, it would be easy work for not only me, but every other PDR technician in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can just push through insurance work where that's where money is in Australia, even in, in uh, body shops, it's yeah. people, just insurance companies, insurance companies, but, the reason why insurance companies don't like using PDR technicians is because they can't control us where <laughs> they can tr- control body shots by an hourly rate where technically a PDR technician doesn't go via hourly rate. We go via size dent location mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they can't control that factor because a dent is a dent uh, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So no matter they how can't fast you are. <laughs> Exactly. They yeah. can't push the prices down, which that's what their goal is. It's their job is yeah. to push the prices down. Sure. And ours um, is to keep them up. And that's the, that's the battle <laughs> that we're in, right? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So how do you, how do you market your business effectively in Australia? Um, you got a website, you got Google AdWords, you're using Facebook AdWords. Like what, what's the, I have a, several people, I think in Australia throughout different areas that listen, but uh, what's the most effective stuff you've seen? What works for me is Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much where I get about 95% of my customers oh, wow. is Facebook. Um, I push on Marketplace. I push on all the selling groups, stuff like that. I mm-hmm. buy swap and sells. Um, I don't put like a normal ad in a way. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I'm i a bit quirky with my ads. So I push like stuff like I, I put down there and I put a picture of my ute up 
looking for lost dents. Uh, <laughs> can you can you find my dents? Do you have any dents on your car that you want to give to me? Um, stuff like that. That's like creative. I like that. Thing. Yeah, I like which that. it it bursts out. I get a good 20, 25 people asking for quotes a day. Really, twenty to twenty-five people per day for quotes. For quotes, um, out of that, I might get about six or seven people that actually book me in for a job. That's pretty. So, that's pretty impressive. Do you do you have yeah. a website? I don't even know if you did. <laughs> no, no, I don't have a website as yet. Really? Um, okay, that's my next step is to get a website. Um, I would say that in America at least, and I, I, I assumed this was the same way across the, the world, but potentially not. But I feel like out here, if you want to sell yourself as a business and you don't have a website, people would never think they're, they're the first thing like if they look for me and they found that they would try to go find my website or to make sure I existed online. And if I didn't, it would delegitimize what I'm doing, but you, you don't seem to have that problem it's that's not yeah personally i don't but i do think that's main factor is because i'm in a small town mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah um but if i was in another state i 100 percent have to get a website if you're like in um, sydney or something that'd be a different yeah, story. yeah okay definitely because people yeah they do that they 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 see you on facebook and they go is this guy legit? Yeah. Is he not a gypsy? Stuff like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They'll search up a website. They'll look up reviews. So forth, yeah. so forth. Um, I bet that would help with your insurance companies. Yeah, I reckon it will too. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, sure. that's my next step. I'll be. I'll definitely begin a website next. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at this stage, I've never really had the need to open up a website as yeah. as yet. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely be doing that one next year. That's cool, man. I like that. Um, yeah, but Facebook's the way to go, huh? That's where that's where the business comes from, especially in the small. I think it is more effective even in the in the states, just the smaller the smaller town feel. I have a couple of clients that I coach that um, in smaller towns than I'm in, that Facebook seems to be really effective. And you have those buy sell trade groups in in you know Darwin area, and that that's kind of how you do it, and you're creative with it, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. So I do have an Instagram page. Mm -hmm. uh, the most of the guys that I get work from Instagram are the car guys, the yeah. guys that have got like turbo vehicles, Skyline, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, I try to diversify my company a bit more. So I do also guard rolling and headlight polishing, stuff like that. Just add in a few things. Um, so mostly Instagram is more international than what facebook is just local yeah so. for sure interesting super cool dude I had, I had a lot of fun learning about everything in australia um if people want to follow you where can they follow you and if you have any ideas or any thoughts um that you want to that you want a bunch of americans to hear um let us know <laughs> <laughs> for sure um yeah, internationally we're in our, for, for international, you can follow me on Instagram at underscore the dent pusher underscore. That's right. Um, that's that's pretty much the best place to see my work. Mm -hmm. uh, even get in contact with me, I try to reply everybody's messages. Mm -hmm. um, try to be that human person. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> no doubt. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it.
Well, cool, man. I appreciate you coming on. I'm looking forward to seeing um, how your business grows and when you get to leave that panel shop um, and, and see your wife be a little bit worried, but it seems like uh, you're going in the right direction. And when you do start that business, I'm sure it'll be successful. I'm looking forward to seeing yep. it. Yep, for sure. Cheers, Matt. All right. Thanks. Thank you for listening to another episode of the PDR Coach Podcast. If you got any value from this podcast and want to do something for me, then the best way to do that is to subscribe to the podcast and give me a rating and review. If you want to know more about me, then you can find me on Instagram by searching for the PDR Coach or find me on my website at coachcoryk.com, C-O-R-Y-K.com. Thank you for listening and I'll be back next week.